Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Cyber 321, Cybersecurity Without Insanity, through three articles, two numbers and one thought. I'm Sam Glynn and it is the 2nd of December 2022. This week, Microsoft and Proofpoint remind us of the value of some simple cybersecurity measures, the problem with Android security patches, and why the theft of millions of phone numbers from WhatsApp may get our attention, our local laptop repair shop may be a more immediate concern. So let's get into it. In the first of three articles, and as mentioned recently by Ireland's National Cyber Security Centre, Microsoft recently released its Digital Defence Report for 2022. It's a meaty document and I will come back to it in the weeks ahead, but for now, here are three key takeaways. Number one, cybercrime continues to rise as many of the most experienced crime gangs are now selling their specific skills as a service, enabling a larger number of lower skilled criminals to gain access to their more sophisticated tools and infrastructure. Number two, attacks that indiscriminately target all email inboxes are on the rise and business email compromise, including invoice fraud, poses a significant cybercrime risk. And number three, the vast majority of successful cyber attacks could be protected by using basic cybersecurity hygiene, including multi-factor authentication and frequent security patching. The second article this week has also been mentioned recently by the Irish National Cybersecurity Centre. Proofpoint has released an analysis of the attack techniques used by Imotet, one of the most active malware gangs. If you want to see what cybersecurity research looks like, the article is worth a read. But for everyone else, here's three key takeaways to reinforce the value of some basic security measures. Number one, the gang sends a phishing email that tries to fool you into opening an Excel file attachment. Staff awareness training should increase people's wariness of opening files attached to suspicious emails. Number two, the Excel file then runs a macro to download the malware. So the staff member will usually be asked by Excel to click a button to enable content or enable macros before that macro is able to run. And staff awareness training should increase people's wariness of enabling macros. And number three, to try to circumvent this macro warning, the Excel file also instructs the user to copy it to a specific folder within the C drive within Program Files Microsoft Office, as Excel may trust macros in a file if it is stored in that location the user's account would need to have administrator privileges to copy a file into such a location and your basic security defences should ensure that most users do not have such administrator rights on their Windows devices. And the third article this week, uh, and recently mentioned by Secure the Village, Dark Reading recently reported on one of the main problems with Android devices, an issue called Patch Gap. And this is the time it takes for a fix for a known vulnerability to trickle down from the software vendor. In this case of Android, it's likely to be Google. And to trickle down to individual device manufacturers for Android, this would include phone manufacturers like Samsung. In the example cited in the article, a fix for a security issue was released in August 
but is not yet available to users of many Android phones over three months later, leaving them exposed to the underlying security vulnerability. I'll try to avoid a discussion about the benefits of Apple iOS devices versus Android devices, as this would be an ecumenical matter. However, given Apple's tight control of its iOS operating system and their ability to quickly release security fixes for these iOS devices, you probably know where I would sit in such a debate. The first of two numbers this week is 487 million. And that is Cyber News reports that someone is allegedly selling a 2022 database of 487 million WhatsApp user mobile phone numbers. The data set allegedly contains WhatsApp user data from 84 countries. The 11.5 million UK mobile numbers in the database are for sale by the cybercriminal for the princely sum of two and a half thousand US dollars. As CyberNews states, such information is mostly used by attackers for smishing and vishing attacks, so we recommend users to remain wary of any calls from unknown numbers or unsolicited calls and messages. The second number this week is 50%, and that is, in a sample of 12 laptop repair shops, employees from six of those accessed personal data that was stored on a laptop which had been handed in for a basic repair. And two of these six also copied data from the laptop onto their own personal device. This is according to research by a Canadian university team and recently reported in Ars Technica. So, on to the one thing to think about. And that is, we shouldn't just focus on online threats. We should also think about real-world threats. And this research on the risks that arise when we hand over our personal laptops and phones to others is a good reminder that the things we worry about may not be the things that hurt us. Of course, we should be concerned about ransomware and phishing emails. And now that 487 million WhatsApp numbers have been stolen, we have an ever-increasing need to worry about cyber attackers calling us or messaging us or the more vulnerable people in our lives. But we should also be concerned about the risks that arise when we lose our devices or hand them over to someone else. As the Ars Technica article shows, data is vulnerable to snooping or copying anytime you surrender your device to an untrusted or unknown individual, particularly when the individual has your login password. And devices belonging to females are more likely to be snooped on and that snooping tended to seek more sensitive data, including both sexually revealing and non-sexual pictures, documents, and financial information. So what should you do when giving your device to someone else? Well, number one, if possible, remove any sensitive data from the device before you hand it over. And if that's not possible, try to put the content into a password-protected zip file or at least into a location that's not easily accessible to the person you're giving the device to. Number two, do not provide the login password if the repair does not require it. For example, replacing a battery on a device seldom needs the repairer to log into the device. And number three, tell them that your brother, sister, husband, wife, son, daughter or good friend Sam is a cybersecurity advisor. So there's monitoring software on the device, which will tell them what they did with the device while it was in their possession. You know you're lying 
and they may assume you're lying, but they may not take a chance. That's it for this week. Have a great weekend and until next time, take care.